And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. It's Greenlight Reviews time. I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, wow, <laughs> Grindhouse. Yeah. Two movies all put into one big feature. That's so right. we got a lot of chatting to do today. Absolutely. Robert Rodriguez directed Planet Terror. That's the first of the two The first movies. of the two. And Quentin Tarantino directed Death Proof. And the cast, well, I could take up 20 minutes telling you the cast. Kurt Russell, Rose McGowan, Freddie Rodriguez, Josh Brolin, Marley Shelton, Jeff Fahey, Michael Bean, Naveen Andrews, Nikki Cat, Bruce Willis for a blink, yes. Michael Parks, and of course Quentin Tarantino is in there too. This film, Anne, or these two films, yeah, they're horror movies, but they're parodies of the horror movies of the 70s. Those tacky, trashy, low-budget films that played in these terrible second-rate theaters, right. which they cleaned once a month, whether they needed it or not. And those theaters were called grindhouses. Exactly. So this was a nod to those days and those terrible, terrible theaters. Listen, there's a lot of bad language in this film. There is so much violence, you can't even believe it. Right. But I got to tell you, this is like a cartoon. Sure. You know, when Wiley e. Coyote gets an anvil dropped on his head from off a cliff, you don't think, oh my God, what a terrible thing happened to this. You laugh. Exactly. It's the same in this film. Exactly. There are lots of in-jokes. They actually do trailers and upcoming previews for fictitious pictures. These movies, when they came out in the 70s, they were down and dirty. They were raunchy and ridiculous. They were definitely outside the mainstream. They were the kind of movies that I think the maverick kids would go to see, and I'm sure some of the high school seniors in my class would sneak out and go to see these pictures because they were the kind of films that the guys would sit around and yak about in a locker room and so on. It's that kind of a movie-going experience. I don't think so many women went, but I saw a couple of them along the way, so I know they were pointing their satiric fingers in the right direction. Rodriguez his picture has all the regulars of the B-movie films. You know, it's got zombies. It's got doctors with strange syringes. It's got <laughs> human beings with festering skin conditions. It's got erupting body parts. It's got beautiful babes with lots of skin. It's got ooze and slime and goop oozing and spewing out of every orifice. There are so many blood spurtings that you think you're in a Jackson Pollock film for a second. It's just a Waiter, scream. check, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really fun. Now, I asked myself when I was watching the picture, is this art? Is it fun? And I have to tell you that the audience I watched the movie with was hysterical from the moment it began. They couldn't get enough of this picture. They laughed at every single frame. And then they would go, ew, at all the gory, sickening right. stuff. So collectively, we shared the experience, and so it became a lot of fun. I got to tell you, in this first segment, Planet Terror, Rose McGowan, Wow, is she beautiful, and wow, is she talented. She is a go-go dancer. Right. <laughs> she is one of the people attacked by the voodoos. They eat off her leg. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so in order to let her walk, they graft onto the stump of her leg an automatic machine gun. 
Right, which she really has a talent for using, doesn't yes, she? Yes, every time she lifts her leg and points at somebody, it dies. All those dancing classes really paid off. You betcha. <laughs> this was so much fun. I agree. Again, a lot of blood, a lot of sure. horror, a lot of terribleness, but a very, very funny, goofy it kind is. of a film. It is, and I think that we have to give credit to Rodriguez because he really knows how to tickle the audience's funny bone, or at least slash at it. Definitely. One of those two. But you want to talk about Tarantino's picture because, to me, that was the better picture of the two. I think it was. It was called Death Proof. It's about an insane... Yes, psychotic. ...psychotic race car driver played by Kurt Russell. And I got to tell you, this is Kurt Russell's best performance ever. He, he is just fabulous. blows you off the screen. He challenges a bunch of very, very beautiful women to car chases. Yes. And, of course, there's a lot of death and crashing and all sorts of stuff here. But what's funny about this is that when these women are driving along and they're not being chased, they have conversations yes. that are so funny. They're so feminine. Yes, so clever. This was a delight. By the way, Sidney Poitier is oh, one of my favorite actors Let's talk in the about world. his daughter. His daughter, also named Sidney, only spelled with a Y, is one of the girls... Oh, she's funny. Oh, she's beautiful. Well, she's in the early part of the movie. She doesn't have a great ending in the film. No, she doesn't. But I don't want to give away anything. But when you talk about the Poitier girl, I think we have to say that this is one of the most mesmerizing young actresses I've ever seen on the screen. She totally hypnotized me, not just with her beauty, but with her voice. She is an astonishing. Astonishing actress. I predict she will be the breakout star from this movie, along with Rose McGowan. I think so, too. Everybody in this film is beautiful, with a possible exception in the first film of Josh Brolin, who has his hair dyed this awful shoe polish black and a terrible mustache and weird glasses, and he's the one with all the syringes. I loved Every minute well, of it. I, I just had a good time. I did, too. The one thing I want to say about Death Proof is that Tarantino really knows how to manipulate an audience. In the first film, Rodriguez knew how to make us laugh all the way through. Tarantino's film is not quite so funny. But what he does that's so clever is that he makes us root for those four girls who are portraying stunt girls that are working on a movie nearby this locale. So this is a really great duel between Kirk Russell and these four girls, and it is definitely a death race. What they do to each other is just incredible. It may be one of the greatest automobile races I've ever seen in film. The chase sequences are great. It took my breath away watching his camera tricks yes. during this car chase, which goes on for 20 minutes, by it's the way. Just it's just great. sensational. But meantime, you're cheering for these girls to outwit this hideous sociopathic character that Kurt Russell plays. It is so much fun to watch him really twist and turn in the wind, and I loved the picture. I was cheering. I wanted to see him demolished, and it was just great, and everyone cheering and loving it. Well, Grindhouse gets a green light from me. You go, girl. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm delighted that you liked it yeah, I sure as much did. as I did. I'm, of course, giving it a green light. It's not for the faint-hearted. It's not for people who are upset by language. Well, there's a lot of slime and ooze and goop. That's right. I think if you have an open mind and you want to have a good time, you're going to love this picture. So two green lights for Grindhouse, starring mainly <laughs> yes. Rose McGowan and Kurt Russell. 
and directed the first film by Robert Rodriguez, the second by Quentin Tarantino, and the trailers in between are just delightful too, including one brief shining moment (laughs) with Nicolas Cage. Oh, isn't that great? Playing Fu Manchu. You'll never forget this one as (laughs) long as you live. Grindhouse, two green lights. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.